0: Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Girl Power Hour. Um, it is a beautiful day in Lubbock, Texas. That's where the radio show is based. Um, it is beautiful in that it is very cool outside. Um, that happens to be my favorite time of year. My favorite weather is cool weather, uh, fall and winter weather. I hope it's beautiful wherever you are and however you define that. Today we're going to be talking about gratitude. I've opened the phone lines again. I'm not sure if we'll have any callers. I know so many of you are lucky and blessed enough to be with family. And as such, you may not be able to call in. But the phone lines are open. And here's the number, 602-753-1589. If you'd like to call in and share your appreciation or stories of gratitude, please feel free to do so. All calls are anonymous. All that I ever say is the last four digits of your phone number. Uh, If you want to share your name, you're more than welcome to do so and to uh, dedicate anything that you say or even sing (laughs) to your friends or family members, people that you're grateful for, even your fur babies. I'm certainly grateful for mine. So I wanted to kick off this show uh, a few ways. One, again, letting you know that the phone lines are open. Again, that number is 602-753-1589. But also to remind you, um, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. And as many of you know, uh, that's an American holiday uh, in which we typically see little kids around the nation Celebrating via, via school programs um, with the story that seems to be based on one that speaks of the pilgrims arriving and the natives uh, welcoming them and, and natives assisting them in um, growing food. And at their first harvest, they bring in the natives and thank them and honor them and they celebrate together. Now, much of that story uh, has a different spin to Native Americans uh, and is is told a little differently in their culture, uh, a little more realistic. And I don't want to put a downer on everybody's holiday. That's not my intent. But I do want to bring in some reality for you because I don't think that we should share hypocrisy on holidays of any kind. I think we should share truth. And I think that we uh, do our kids, our children, a great injustice when we continue to share hypocrisy with them rather than sharing truth. And right now, as many of you know, um, there are incidents occurring in North Dakota involving Standing Rock, the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe. And this is a... uh, pretty hypocritical situation in which we have Native Americans literally struggling, uh, fighting for their land, fighting for uh, what they wouldn't even call their land. Uh, They don't consider that they own it. In fact, uh, they consider to be part of it. And as such, they're fighting for Mother Earth. They're fighting for uh, us. They're fighting for clean water. And they're fighting for... Um, their ancestors and the sacred lands, which they consider all lands sacred, but um, the burial grounds and they're fighting for, well, they're fighting against injustice and injustices they've been fighting against since the arrived. And as such, I think it's important that if we're going to celebrate Thanksgiving, if you're planning to celebrate With your family. If you're celebrating right now uh, this holiday with your family, then at least remember to take a moment to honor Native Americans and pray for Standing Rock. Talk about it openly. Uh, it, It might get your conversation off the election, and for some of you that might be a good thing. Talk about it openly and and share the reality of what's happening because this is a war happening in our country and it is injustice and it is infuriating and I have personally already called President Barack Obama I am hopeful that many of you have done that as well if you have not I highly suggest that you do. That number is 202-456-1111. That's 202-456-1111. You can also call 202-456-1414, 202-456-1414. We'll also get you in touch with, uh, with Washington and President Barack Obama, and you can leave a message. And talk to him about what needs to happen with regard to stopping police brutality um, and the violence that is being inflicted by these authority figures, armed authority figures against unarmed civilians. Um, Just remember, again, if you're planning to celebrate Thanksgiving, then make it a time of gratitude, which is what our show is about today. Make it a time of gratitude and giving thanks. But remember, again, to honor Native Americans and pray for Standing Rock and be mindful of the injustices that Native Americans have suffered and those they're suffering right now. Share truth, not hypocrisy, with your family and your friends. And before we get into the show about gratitude, I wanted to give you a little information just in case you do want to go and take those steps a little bit further to do a little more. You know, we can always create new traditions. Uh, Many times people want to create traditions within their family that help teach their kids gratitude. And... Uh, prevent a sense of entitlement in their children. And that happens oftentimes throughout the year, but certainly during the holiday season, because the holiday season unfortunately equates to a lot of consumerism. So that excess consumption uh, sometimes creates, well, always creates a sense of entitlement in our children. And to prevent that, it's important to help find ways um, for them to experience gratitude, and to learn how to give back or to pay it forward. Well, this is a perfect opportunity, especially now uh, during this holiday season and Thanksgiving coming up tomorrow, uh, and then you have all the opportunities to donate and get involved in food drives and all of that as well up until Christmas and the new year. And so as such, here's another thing that you can do. Donate items to Standing Rock. You can support the Sacred Stone Camp by donating items via sacredstonecamp.org. Um, you can look online if you're not familiar with any other ways to do that. You could just Google Donate to Standing Rock, but I would recommend that you go to sacredstonecamp.org because you don't want to get into any scam situations, which I'm sure are occurring. Um, Unfortunately, people take advantage of situations like this. And so this one I can vouch for, sacredstonecamp.org. And you can click on the supply list that they have there to see what it is they need and then send things that way. That's one way to get your kids involved uh, this Thanksgiving in honoring and praying for Native Americans and Standing Rock. That's a great way to let your kids get involved in that to help find these items and collect these items to send to Standing Rock and to send, the, send to the Native Americans. Um, also, you can uh, contribute to the Legal Defense Fund, and that's uh, something you might want to look up Google online, uh, contribute to the Legal Defense Fund of Standing Rock. And there is also a GoFundMe. Uh, you can just go to uh, fund Standing Rock, um And you'll be able to find that information. Also, again, you can call the White House at 202-456-1111 or 202-456-1414. You can also call the Army Corps of Engineers at 202-761-5903. And you can call the North Dakota Governor at 701-328-2200. You can email Congress, Congress like con, congressmen or congressional representatives and senators, and you can email the White House. You can send letters. You can do all of that. However, I will tell you that calling is definitely better. Um, it has more of an impact because, as you might be aware, if you don't check all your emails you don't recognize and they don't come in as most important, uh, you can be guaranteed that, These people don't either. Additionally, letters that come in, um, especially those that pour in, uh, they're probably not going to be able to read each one of those. However, calling them, you are speaking to someone, and your voice is heard, and you know it was heard because you had someone on the line listening to you. So very important to remember, government works for us, not the other way around. So if they're not doing what we want them to do, we call them and we hold them accountable because we voted them in. So they have to do what we voted them in for. And as far as I'm concerned, I've always loved President Barack Obama. and personally really honestly think that he's a decent-hearted human being and he's the first president that I'm aware of that used um, Native American injustices and the need to heal uh, the connections that we have with Native Americans in his inauguration speech. And as such, I've always held him to that high standard, and I've seen him do a lot of work to repair a lot of damage done and to get the U.S. government and the Native governments. However, he's dropping the ball now, and it breaks my heart, and it's breaking the heart of many Native Americans who have come to trust him. And so, again, I encourage you to do what you can to push him to do what he needs to do to not allow this to be his legacy and to not allow us to look like the most hypocritical nation in the world, um, celebrating Thanksgiving, a holiday which, like I said, is repeatedly um, exhibited as one that honors Native Americans and thanks them, uh, at least certainly through the little school programs that we see our children in who are dressed up as pilgrims and Native Americans, uh, while at the very same time, while we're eating and enjoying time with family, they're struggling and trying to survive uh, being hit with water cannons and water hoses in 20-degree weather that feels like 14 degrees, and being hit with rubber bullets, which, by the way, are not Nerf balls. Rubber bullets makes it sound like it's it's a Nerf ball. It's not. The impact is severe, and it does massive, massive damage. Uh, So it's not like they don't receive any physical damage as a result of these um, tear gassed, maced, all of these things that are happening to them. It's absolutely unacceptable and it is injustice. And we, we cannot be a nation that does that. And we certainly cannot celebrate Thanksgiving while that's happening without doing something to try to make it stop. So that's my soapbox on that. And I hope. That you'll all take some action there and get involved as much as possible. There's so many things that you can do, so many wonderful things you can do, and again, ways that you can really help your kids experience the joy that it brings to to help, to to be an activist, to advocate for social justice, and and to get involved and and to give rather than constantly take or receive. And so to be able to donate items uh, that are needed to Sacred Stone Camp, what a great way to get your kids involved this Thanksgiving and throughout the holiday season in helping in a way that uh, really makes it feel like we do care uh, about Native Americans and we are thankful and we do honor them um, and involved. And another thing that you can do that's a wonderful opportunity is to pray with Standing Rock. Obviously, again, I would, I would suggest that if your family prays, um, that you pray for Native Americans in Standing Rock as you are celebrating Thanksgiving as a family and with your friends. Um, however, you can also join in uh, what is a worldwide prayer that has been organized um, by a group that I'm so grateful for um, wherever you are in the world on Saturday November 26 at 3 p.m. Central Time uh, which is 2 p.m. Mountain time uh, and then they have a link to time zones. you can go on Facebook and find this um, event. Uh, but there's also a website and I'll give you that in a moment um, but you can pray with Standing Rock. It's a synchronized, moment of prayer across the world, giving thanks for Mother Earth's clean water and the water protectors at Standing Rock. And again, they don't like to be referred to as protesters because that's not what they're doing. They're protecting water, our water. Again, we cannot drink oil. And there is no alternative to water. There is an alternative to oil. There is an alternative to fossil fuels. But there is no alternative to water. We need it to survive. Clean water. We need clean water to survive. And so do our creatures, our animals that we honor and love on on this earth, that share this earth with us. And we are all a part of it. We're all one big family. And as I said last week on the show, we're all one big human family, and the creatures on this earth are an extension in our extended family. If you want to learn more about this event, uh, to pray with Standing Rock, you can go to praywithstandingrock.com and the information is there. You can register there as well. Just enter your name and your email address. If you have any trouble when you first click register and it comes back that your email is incorrect, just simply go re enter it. I had that situation as well um, and I just re entered it and it, it worked a second time. So don't give up on the first. Um, I don't know exactly what happened, but just in case that happens with you guys, just give it a second try. Um, And then there's some more information as well on the Facebook page about upcoming events after this one on November 26th, but I will let you read those. Uh, Again, just go to the Facebook events page, and you can find Pray With Standing Rock, and you can... either type that you're interested or, or clip that you're going and you don't actually have to be anywhere so you don't actually have to travel somewhere there you might look through this event there are some events um occurring throughout the world where you can actually go and attend physically with other people who are standing and praying with standing rock holding vigil or are praying together or meditating uh but you don't have to actually physically go to an event they will be via the website that i gave you uh praywithstandingrock.com they will be uh showing many live feeds that are occurring that day throughout the world um, of people praying and meditating and they will be showing a live feed from standing rock as well um, their prayer that they will be holding there but you could simply do this in your home you could do this with your families. Do this with your friends. You could just do this on your own by yourself in your home and just be a part of this event. Prayer is so powerful. We all know this. Um, Even if you see prayer as simply positive thoughts being shared throughout the world, okay, fine. If it's just intentions, that's great. Meditation, it doesn't matter how you see it, how you view it. We all know that. Our minds are powerful. Our words are powerful. Our intentions are powerful. Our thoughts are powerful. When we connect and combine them for the purposes of doing good in the world, it's powerful. And so that's what we're asking. That's what everyone is asking. Get involved. Donate. Share information because it's not being shared on mainstream news sites. Share information. Share the truth, not hypocrisy. Honor Native Americans. Pray for Standing Rock and pray with Standing Rock on November 26. If you have any further questions about any of this, you can always look things up online. There's plenty of things going on on Facebook, but you're also welcome to go to our page, Girl Power Hour. That's Facebook.com/backslash Girl Power Hour, and you're able to uh, message us there. And I'm sorry, it's it's Facebook.com/Girl Power Half Hour. Um, it used to be a half hour long. <laughs> uh, so you can go there and you can message, message me there and I will uh, give you as much information as I can possibly get my hands on if you have any further questions about how you can help um, with regard to Standing Rock and stopping the Dakota Access Pipeline. And on to our show today, I wanted to um, talk a little about gratitude there's been just a whole lot of, um, I guess I would say, negative uh, energy being kind of spewed all over the place since the election. And then there's also been just reality being shared, which, quite frankly, is not very positive, necessarily, for everyone. Uh, for some, maybe it's a, a real positive thing, but for many, it is not. Um, The negativity that I would be referring to would be uh, the name-calling and the unnecessary uh, violence, obviously, and then the fighting that's happening uh, between friends and family members that's just really getting ugly and out of hand. I do not consider conflict about the show. I don't consider conflict in and of itself a negative thing. I don't consider anger a negative thing. It's referred to as a negative emotion, but I don't consider it as a bad thing or even an unhealthy thing. In fact, I think conflict is very healthy, and I think anger is a gift. I think it warns us. uh, It keeps us from being oppressed. It's an alarm that goes off that lets us know something is wrong, uh, terribly wrong, (laughs) and we've got to do something about it. And so I don't think anger is a bad thing. I don't think conflict is a bad thing. I do think that the way we respond or react to anger or the way we respond or react to conflict can be very bad um so i want to make it clear that although i'm aware some of these very negative things are occurring um that doesn't lump everything that's going on into that negative category sometimes it's difficult for people to see reality that's happening in the world when it's not pretty and see that as a positive um it's hard to to look at that and see anything positive in it. and what does this have to do with gratitude? Well, let me tell you. When it comes to looking at the world right now, uh, even the situation in Standing Rock and the fact that we have so many Native Americans suffering as a result of the police brutality, that is continuing uh, Standing Rock, that is continuing and escalating in absolutely escalating, and it's unchecked, unfortunately, in Standing Rock. Even with that, I will say that for the first time since I've ever been on social media, I am getting on and I am hearing the voices of Native Americans. I am getting on and I am seeing an influx of images and live video feed and Articles written by and for and about Native Americans. And although I do not like the way in which this has occurred, I am grateful that finally something has happened that has pulled people together to stand with Native Americans and to say enough is enough. We've lived in this hypocrisy long enough. And it's time to heal it. And it's surfacing, and it's surfacing loudly, and it's sounding an alarm to all of us to do something. Not just for the environment, which is, of course, the thing that everyone is standing for, but also for the injustices that have occurred since the birth of this country Uh, And by the birth of this country, I do not mean the birth of the land. The land was here and the Native Americans were here. We did not discover land that was already lived on. Um, But I mean the birth of the nation that we created. So the injustices that have been occurring, now we need to look at them. They're surfacing. And people are saying enough is enough. It's time to do something about that. And for the first time... Although clearly President Barack Obama has yet to step in and although clearly Dakota Access Pipeline has uh, not backed down and continue <laughs> to illegally construct this pipeline regardless of the halting that Barack Obama has done because evidently they just get charged fines and they pay these fines and because I'm sure they're a drop in the bucket considering the kind of money that an oil company probably has um, And like Kelly Daniels, one of the people that I follow on Facebook who uh, is involved in the stand um, at Standing Rock, and who has taken some beautiful photographs and important images and very emotional images um, from the Standing Rock, from Sacred Stone Camp. And uh, she had, you know, talked about uh, so many, she's talked about so many things. I'm hoping to get her on the show. Uh, but she's talked about so many different things that are that are happening there that are not being um, not being clearly expressed through media, some not being expressed at all through media. But um, even though maybe a sue opinion is stated, uh, you have a very uh, different perspective coming from the authority figures, and, and she has been very clear in any interviews that she's done and any statements she's made online that these are peaceful water protectors and that there is no violence coming from the side of the water protectors. And um, she has also stated in, in regards to what I started with that, you know, maybe if the fines were the same amount as it cost to construct the pipeline, which would be like, you know, $3 million, then they might stop. But I would assume these fines are, you know, pretty pretty small compared to what they're spending on building it. So um, even though, you know, these people aren't backing down, and even though we still have this happening, and that's unfortunate, and of course we're all, or at least I know I am, uh, infuriated and heartbroken and concerned that it's going to get worse, and I think we all fear the worst with it, um, and certainly want something done before Trump takes office January 20th. I don't think these people need to be out there suffering in North Dakota winter. Um, This needs to be handled. So although all that's going on, at the same time, again, all of a sudden, I'm able to see Native Americans all over my newsfeed, and I'm able to connect and hear their voices. And being that I am half Native American, and I was robbed of the culture uh, because I was not allowed to know my heritage, and in fact was told <laughs> uh, that it wasn't my heritage for a very long time, it was lied to by some very racist people, um, at the same time, uh, knowing that in my, you just know it, it's something you know, it, you don't have to be told it, you just know, you feel it, it's your ancestors, you feel it in your blood. So. I've always known it, and the, and the minute I hear um, the chanting, the minute I see the dances, uh, every time I get online and I see something with Native Americans involved now, it just sparks something inside me. And I hate the reasoning, but I'm grateful for the fact that, again, I'm able to hear their voices, and their voices are being heard. And finally, people are seeing the hypocrisy. People that may have never seen it before are seeing the hypocrisy. And because of social media, we're able to share these stories that aren't getting shared on mainstream media, mainstream news sites. And that in and of itself, I am grateful for. Uh, just the fact that we have access to uh, the truth that we didn't have before and um, I'm truly grateful for people like Kelly Daniels as well who are sharing this truth with us and, of course, all the brave warriors at uh, Standing Rock that are sharing this information from Standing Rock via Light Feed and for Mark Ruffalo and people uh, who are going and fighting in the front lines and, and being that face that other people uh, recognize and, and will listen to uh, who allows them to speak and gives them a platform to speak, gives the Native Americans a platform to speak. Thank you for that. Um, so that's a spin on it, is we, we can look at things that are happening that are tragic and that are, in, you know, that are an, an unjust event, and we can see that and and feel that and know that, and at the same time find a way to be grateful in the moment, not for the event or for the fact that it's happening, but we can find a way to be grateful. And I think that's something important for everyone to remember because in what I am considering dark times, um, darkness, I I remember having a conversation with my ex-co-host about a ring I was purchasing that um, I fell in love with because I love black. As most of you know, it's my favorite color. And is an onyx ring. And it's called... It's, it, the ring is part of what's called the Belonging Series. And an artist creates things beautifully. She's an amazing artist. but um, And it's Blood, blood Mill Jewels, if you have any interest in checking out her work. But she named this series, the Belonging series, and the ring was called Belonging to the Darkness. And I remember talking to Annette Bingham, my ex-co-host, about this and saying, I don't know if I want to wear that because that sounds Belonging to the Darkness, but I I don't want that to come off as, you know, like I'm stuck in the dark times, in the darkness. And she had the best response. Um, She said, you know, seeds germinate in darkness. And She was like, I see darkness as a whole different thing. That's where growth happens. And it struck me, that's exactly the ring I needed because it's exactly where I was at the time. And that is so true. Um, Seeds germinate in darkness. and, And these are dark times, but at the same time, I am looking at it from this perspective of watching all these amazing people who have been empowered over the last eight years to stand against hate and to stand up for themselves, to advocate for themselves. They have, they have been empowered to do so. And in that way, now we see people, and I'm not talking about violence. I'm talking about violent protests. But we see people in peaceful protests. We see people standing. We see April in Los Angeles, California standing. We see people at Standing Rock standing. We see all these people rising. And I've been saying for a long time, it's time to rise. Um, Native Americans are rising. Black Americans are rising. Women are rising. People of all religions and sexual orientations um, are rising. Uh, Even the water is rising. Uh, We we are seeing an uprising, and it is an alarm that's going off that's asking us to look at at what is surfacing. All the injustices from the beginning, from the birth of this nation, all the traumas that have been inflicted and endured, everything that's been suppressed or covered up with a little Band-Aid is now surfacing, and it's an opportunity for us to face it, to deal with it head on, to quit avoiding it, and heal it, to really heal it, and to heal it, we have to talk about it, we have to confront it, so although all this is going on around us, and I know everybody just kind of wants to bury their heads in the holidays and forget that it's going on because nobody wants their holidays ruined by negativity. And at the same time, you have to sit at dinner tables with people who probably did not vote like you. <laughs> and they don't have the exact same thoughts you have on everything going on in the country. Well, again, let me remind you, that's actually an opportunity for you to sit with some reality. It's an opportunity for you to pray together. Because the truth is, we're all on the same team. We're all one big human family. We're all on the same team. Um, we should all be going for the same objectives. And I don't think we have been. But we should all be going for the same objectives, and we should all be realizing that we're one big human family with the extended creature family, and we live in one home, and we can't get another one anytime soon. That would be safe for us to live on. So as Daniel Katsuk, a guest on the show a couple of weeks ago, said, it's not that we will destroy the planet so much as that mother earth will rise up against us so while we're all rising uh, we need to pay attention because when mother earth rises that's a whole different ballgame so and she's already starting to we've seen it so uh, we want to take note and again like i said if you're sitting at the thanksgiving table with people who don't think like you worried about conflict coming up well first of all conflict's not a bad thing It's how we handle it but don't avoid it. Uh, if you need to redirect it, then redirect it to Standing Rock. Redirect it to something that you can all, a cause you can all get behind. And if Standing Rock, for some reason, is something you can't all get behind, uh, which I don't necessarily understand, then you know, find ways to just donate. Find ways to okay. Well, then how do we? Let's look at the solutions. We don't all get along here, but I bet we all love. We all have something to love. Talk about what you're grateful for at the family at the family dinner that's what we're going to talk about today so talk about what you're grateful for how you're grateful for each other and that you're grateful for an opportunity to come together and that you're grateful for an opportunity to give back forward and then list some ways that you as a family can do that and hopefully you'll throw in one of those as sacredstonecamp.org that's a great place to donate um i wanted to give you a little bit of information about gratitude and how it is possible to have two emotions at once, because I've read a lot of healers, light workers, and of course, you know, I consider myself a healer and a light worker. But I know a lot of healers and light workers who don't seem to think that you can be grateful while also angry, or grateful while depressed, um, or grateful while you're upset, or sad, or processing any quote-unquote negative emotions. You can, in fact. Be grateful while you're also processing anger. And we shouldn't all have to stop and say, now, of course, I'm grateful. We shouldn't have to do that because we shouldn't have people constantly checking our emotions as if we don't know how to have more than one at a time. And let me backtrack a little bit about a personal situation that you might relate to, and you may not, but you might relate to. I am living proof of being able to have uh, more than one emotion at one time. Whenever my grandmother passed away, many of you know if you've been following the show for any amount of time, uh, I have talked about in the past that I was raised in an abusive family with a lot of addiction, and my grandmother, who was also the one that would not let me recognize my own Native American heritage, um, she was very abusive in pretty much every way, and as such, when she passed away, which was uh much uh, she lived a lot longer than she should have uh by medical terms um but when she finally did pass away uh as many who have come from abusive families who have lived through abuse even though i had cut her off out of my life because she was a toxic element in my life and i did that i know some people out there are right now just gasping but um At the suggestion, and I would say gentle, but it was actually strong encouragement of a few counselors, um, cut her out of my life to remove that toxin from my life so that I could heal myself. I had to choose myself over her. So when she passed away, there was a great deal of relief. However, there was also a great deal of grief and confusion. Because the feelings were so completely opposite. And I was having them simultaneously. And it was a struggle. And I, in fact, reinstated my counselor so that I could get through that. But there's proof of that. Now, that isn't to say that when you're grateful at the same time you're angry, you're going to be confused because those are so polar opposite. That isn't the case. But that is to say that we, of course, can experience more than just one emotion at the same time. That's why you have terms like bittersweet, um, because it can be something that's difficult, but also you're grateful for it. So I'm just going to read a little bit here. Um, Psychology Today is something that I subscribe to. And there are some great articles online if you go to Psychology Today. Um, Dr. Leon Seltzer has written um, an article on psychology today called can you feel two emotions at once now of course we don't know the answer because i've already talked to you about my own experience but let me just give you a, a few things that he has said that i thought were great heads and tails may be opposites but they're still two sides of the same coin and humans like metallic currency are also composed of sides though a lot more than two which may not be complementary but nonetheless coexist ironically the tension between these parts creates a stasis or standoff altogether dissimilar from any kind of harmonious equilibrium and that's just kind of similar to what I just said to you um, about my personal experience Um, but he also gives you a little bit of an example um, Let me, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling down. Be a little patient with me. Uh, And he says to, let's see, to offer a final example, imagine that you've just learned that your alcoholic, abusive, and even despised father has just passed away. This is similar to mine. You've been alienated from him for many years, the final straw being his borrowing your credit card when he temporarily stayed with you as an adult and unauthorized running up a debt that took you many months to pay off. So hearing the news of his demise leads you to experience considerable satisfaction and relief knowing this cold, manipulative, deceiving sociopath of a father is now out of your life for good. Yet to your surprise, you discover that along with your positive feelings of final emancipation from him, you're also afflicted with enormous, almost overwhelming feelings of grief. And these unexpectedly powerful and totally unwilled emotions really have nothing to do with his passing but with the irrevocable death of deeply buried hopes and dreams now unexpectedly resurfacing that you harbored since childhood for a secure, loving bond with him. Now I'm not going to read that further. I'll let you go read it. But, but that's the truth right there um, is that it isn't so much uh, that the feelings are even about um, – about, about the death so much. is just those emotions. And I think that's something that's happening right now in the world. Um, I know that many of you listening may have voted for Donald Trump, but I'm not, I don't lump you all in the category, um, I honestly don't. I, I try to understand that there are people that vote for many different reasons. I certainly don't think you're all ignorant, racist bigots. Um, that said, I personally do not like Donald Trump, and not because of only what he's done this year, but also because of what I've seen of him in the last couple of decades. I've, I've you know, followed him to a degree in the public eye for some time, I'm aware of the narcissism that I always recognize, and I recognize it honestly um, because I grew up with it, and I recognize a lot of the gaslighting. I recognize a lot of the uh, back-and-forth uh, decisions and, and kind of changing everything that's been said to make it look like it never was said. I recognize all that, blaming and shaming the victims. I, I recognize it all. So, recognize that people have been going through grief uh, where they're happy the election's over, but they're not so happy with the results. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there shouting, move on, get over it, God's our president. Okay, yes, there are many of us that are upset. We're aware that's our president. We're aware that's the president elect. He's not yet our president, but we're aware he's the president elect. We're aware that's the result of the election. Um, However, we can be aware of that and still not be happy about the situation. And I think that's something that people don't understand. Some of us are grateful that the election itself is over because the campaigning was really creating so much ugliness and, and so much, I mean, hate was really being energized um, in ways that really I can't even explain. It's something I've never seen before. Uh, And certainly whenever he was elected, that was the reason so many things spurred the way they did is because people were angry with the fact that it seemed like hate just won. But people can be really grateful for the fact that the election's over and not grateful with the fact that Donald Trump was elected and can still feel these feelings of, you know, I wish that even though it is a relief that this is over, um, I wish it were different. And I wish that even if, you know, for me personally, I am a liberal, um, but for me personally, even if there was just a decent Republican <laughs> that had gotten in, you know, I might still, I would probably still have to fight for women's reproductive rights. I would probably still have to fight for environmental protection, but I don't think that if there would have been a decent Republican campaign being run that wasn't run on fear and hate mongering, then we wouldn't see all of the rise in hate crimes, and we wouldn't see swastikas painted all over the place, and we wouldn't see... uh, white nationalist convention in D.C., and we wouldn't see a KKK rally in North Carolina. We wouldn't see all of this. And, um, and so I think we have to remember that just because people are angry right now doesn't mean that they're not grateful. It doesn't mean that they're not accepting reality. It doesn't mean that they're not moving forward. It just means that their definition of moving forward means looking at reality and dealing with reality and moving forward while not embracing denial. Because there is nothing about embracing denial that equates to moving forward. If you ask people to just forget that the campaign was run the way that it was run, I don't care if it was just words. It doesn't matter to people. What matters is that it was all said and it was all done, and we're not going to embrace denial and pretend that it wasn't. Uh, or that it was just just campaign words, because that's just like saying it was just locker room talk. It matters. Words matter. They affect, they impact, especially when they come from someone as powerful as a president of the United States or a potential president of the United States. So that said, remember, we can experience more than one emotion at a time, and when we do, And people are saying, you know, you're so angry, you're so depressed, get over it, move on, you're being so negative. That's because they're only seeing one aspect and they're maybe not aware that, no, I'm not negative. Like for me personally, I share a lot of information on my Facebook page and I will continue to be that pesky little fly that reminds everyone of truth and reality regardless of how much they'd like to dive into a hamster ball and pretend the world's not happening. I'm going to be that person that's constantly reminding them, hey, wake up, Alarm is, the alarms are going off, We're not hitting snooze anymore, so let's wake up. And as such, there are people that are going to think that you know I'm being negative, even though I can word things and post things and write things that let everyone know, hey, I love you, I'm with love, I'm going to continue to love, but they're going to see all this and if it triggers them emotionally, if it triggers their quote-unquote, negative emotions, then they might see it as negative. The truth is this. If you're scrolling through your personal Facebook page and you see something that gets an emotional charge from you, you can sit there and say, that person's so negative or that person's whatever, or you can be grateful for that opportunity to sit with an emotion that is surfacing within you. Because if there's an emotional charge It has more to do with you than them. Now, that isn't to say that whatever they've said or done is is cool or is good or is healthy because there's a lot of things that Donald Trump did during his campaigning that brought up an emotional charge for me, and that certainly doesn't say that he's not a narcissistic sociopath or that he wasn't being racist or that he wasn't being xenophobic or whatever he was being at the time. But it does say that because I don't know him personally and whatever he was saying was getting an emotional charge out of me that means that something happened in my past or is happening in my present something is going on with me or has happened you know within me that is being surfaced and he's surfacing it Um, not to give him power but uh, whatever he's saying is surfacing it and so in that way I could even be grateful, and I've written a gratitude letter, actually, to Donald Trump. You can see it on my website, TashaHumphreys.com, um, or you can go to SoberRecovery.com and see it there as well. I've written, I'd written a gratitude letter to Donald Trump, thanking him for that very thing, for surfacing my own pain and trauma, and therefore giving me an opportunity to look at it. And being a person that, um, you know, inadvertently... Empowered numerous women and other uh, victims of sexual assault and violations who were able to then share their stories and come forward and talk about that. There's a lot of ways, in other words, to look at this from a place of gratitude. Doesn't mean you're happy it's happening, doesn't mean it's okay that it's happening, but you can find a way to be grateful for whatever lesson it's bringing into your life, and that's helpful. Um, And I'm going to give you a few little tips here. Uh, PBS, I believe this was written last year. This is not this year. Uh, But PBS had posted um, an article called Finding Gratitude During Difficult Times um, by Jessica Efford. I'm not sure if I'm saying her name right. I apologize to Jessica if I butchered her name there. Um, But I'm just going to give you some tips. And I'm not going to read through the article, just give you some tips that she gave um, for finding gratitude during difficult times. And a lot of this has to do even with when you're sitting with your family uh, around the table and you're talking about this election or the reality of the world around us, which we all know, those may be buzzwords that we've all agreed not to talk about during the family dinner, but... uh, People drink, people talk. So I don't know, it could come up for you. If it does, well, here we go. Here's some tips for you. Acknowledge the stress. Instead of denying or trying to ignore the issue at hand, discuss the highs and lows of life. In other words, don't just pretend it isn't there. Don't just act like the elephant in the room isn't standing in the room. First of all, kids are going to pick up on that, and they're learning really bad habits, really, really unhealthy habits when you do that. When the tension is so thick, you could cut it with the turkey carving knife. You don't want the kids sitting there hearing that, seeing that, feeling that, and no one saying anything about it because that teaches them denial, and it teaches them to not learn how to resolve conflict. It teaches them how to not face conflict. It's so unhealthy because kids gotta know how to face conflict. They're they're probably facing a lot of it in school. And if they're not learning from you how to face it in a healthy way and how to resolve it in a healthy way, they're not going to learn it. And it's going to turn out really bad for them at school. Either they're going to get bullied or they're going to become bullied, one of the two. So either way it's important to acknowledge the stress. You know, for you and your kids, acknowledge that it's there. Don't deny it. Don't try to ignore it. Uh, Discuss it. Discuss the good and the bad. Discuss the highs and the lows. Um, Secondly, focus on what you do have. Once you acknowledge the ups and downs of life, be deliberate in your daily focus on the good, whether you are in a peak or in a valley. So whether you're in a bad situation, whether that be, you know, that your personal situation is not so great or if it's just the state of the world right now and the fact that Standing Rock is, you know, we're watching these Native Americans be brutalized by police officers sitting here at Thanksgiving. All It's going to feel a little hypocritical. Okay, if that's going through your mind, okay, well, let's focus on that. Let's talk about it. But let's also focus on the good. and. That doesn't just mean the good in your life because we don't want to teach selfishness. Like, oh, well, that's happening to them, but we're great, so let's move on. That's selfish. We want to say, okay, let's focus on the good. Like, okay, yes, that's happening, but let's look at the fact that we can do something. Here's some numbers we can call, or let's donate to them. Let, after dinner, let's all get together and put a box of donations together for Sacred Stone Camp. Or, you know, well, let's also look at the fact that on top of these things, on top of donating and on top of talking about it and making phone calls or writing letters, like let the kids write a letter. That would be great, Um, you know, to the President of the United States. How awesome would that be? Get them involved in politics. Get them involved in the fact that that the President works for them, them. Get them to know that their voice counts and learn how to empower them and advocate for themselves. That's great, all great lessons. Uh, But on top of that, look at the fact that we're hearing Native Americans and we're getting to hear their voices and we're getting to hear what they've been going through, and this gives us an opportunity as a country to really understand what we've done to them and how we can fix that. Great, great stuff there. So focus on what you do have. Focus on the good. Help others. Everyone struggles at times, and while you may feel as though your family is the only one suffering your particular situation, serving others in need can help shift your perspective. Now, I just gave you a little ways to do that. With giving to Sacred Stone Camp, um, helping out uh, at Standing Rock, and maybe even signing up and registering on Pray with Standing Rock and having your whole family involved. But of course, there's always other volunteer opportunities during the holiday season, and certainly other ways to donate: canned food, poi drives, coat drives. You start your own coat drive. Start your own food pantry. Uh, Let get the kids involved in this. Again, it's a great way to teach them gratitude and keep them from being entitled and get them to be part of advocating for justice in the world and really trying to give back and make the world a better place. Help them be the change that they want to see in the world. Um, The next step, turn the simple into the special. Parents often underestimate the simple joys of childhood and how special everyday things can be to a child. Adopt a childlike attitude and turn simple blessings into special events. Great idea. Lots of ways you can do that. Um, even just, you know, I've talked about gratitude ceremonies before, um, and if, if that's not your thing, that's fine. But, you know, taking something like a walk in nature and making that more than just a little walk that we go on together, but call it a nature walk. Like make it more magical for yourself and for the kids and point out birds and what kind of birds they are and the trees and what kind of trees they are. And I mean, all sorts of things that you can make even more magical. And if you want to do a gratitude ceremony, you know, bring in the sage and, and, or just bring in candles if you don't want the sage or incense or whatever is your thing and, and talk about what you're grateful for and offer thanks to each other and to the people that aren't with you and the events in your life, the good and the bad, because they both teach us great lessons our fur babies and so forth and so on. Uh, The next one, fake it. Now, hear me out on this one because you know I'm not a big fan of faking anything. Um, You don't need to be overly artificial. But when struggles really challenge your ability to feel genuine gratitude, you have to practice gratitude even if it feels forced. Let me give you an example of that. As a life coach, I always have my clients do mirror talk, and they hate it when they first start doing it. Mirror talk, when you look in the mirror, you give yourself positive, feedback and positive comments and and positive affirmations. They don't feel it when they come in. They're typically not in a positive place when they first start seeing me. And they don't feel it at all, but I tell them just keep saying it and keep doing it. It's going to get easier, and then you're going to feel it, and it's going to become truth for you. Because just like those negative tapes that play in your head, and I know tape's an antiquated word, just like those negative uh, MP3s (laughs) that play in your head, that stuff that someone else said to you when you were a child and it got stuck in there well now you're going to be your own best parent you're going to say it to you and it's going to get stuck in there and we're going to have some positive feedback going on in that head of yours well that's exactly what this is about you practice that gratitude you say all these things and eventually it becomes real for you and the last one look to the world now that one may sound a little tricky right now but hear me out if you struggle with thankfulness focusing on your position and life circumstances in contrast to many other parts of the world can also help shift your perspective now again i don't want to spread the idea of selfishness like well we're okay so that's all that matters when you're sitting at the table and there's things going on there's conflict and it's like god this is family stuff It's drama It's dysfunction think about the fact that the conflict you're facing Is probably not near the conflict that the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe is facing right now. And that might give you a little bit of perspective. And then it gives you another opportunity to talk about the situation happening in Standing Rock, the situations happening throughout the world, whatever that situation might be, and to offer your kids an opportunity to learn how to look at things from a different perspective. So those are my tips. That's my talk on gratitude today. Um, I do want to say we have some great shows coming up, um, but I want to give you December 12th and December 21st. We're doing an orchestrated symphony of prayer at 3 p.m. Central, as always, on both of those days. You'll notice December 12th is a Monday. December 21st is a Wednesday with special guests Elizabeth Harvin and Daniel Katzook, and we will be sharing prayers, reading prayers from different religions, faiths, and cultures in an orchestrated fashion and creating what we hope will be a reverberating symphony of prayer. Of course, we're sending prayer out into the universe, out into the world, and trying to heal the world, and that is our hope. Please feel free to send your prayers to us at facebook.com backslash hour and we will try to get them on air. I want to wish all of you a happy holiday, and I hope that you will take time to honor our Native Americans, and pray for Standing Rock and find as many ways as you can for you and your family to help. Thank you all. I'm grateful to each and every one of you, and I will see you next Wednesday back here on Girl Power Hour at Blog Talk Radio at 3 p.m. Central. Thanks again for tuning in, and I hope that you'll tune in again next Wednesday.